Good morning, everybody. Donald Trump is a brash, self-centered, egomaniacal, type A, alpha dog creation of popular culture with a defective filter and poor impulse control. He lacks the sunny demeanor of Ronald Reagan, the humble decency of George H.W. Bush, the well-earned stature of Dwight Eisenhower, the urbane sophistication of John F. Kennedy, the political prowess of Lyndon Johnson, the coolness of Barack Obama, and the affability of Bill Clinton. Donald Trump is a profoundly flawed candidate whose political success is owed almost entirely to two-plus decades of mounting political failure and government dysfunction inflicted upon decent Americans by politicians from both parties. Or put another way, if the American political system were functioning as it should, no one, including Donald Trump, would ever have imagined a Donald Trump candidacy for president. Thus is explained the seeming indestructibility of Donald Trump so far. But Friday's bombshell release of a hot mic recording from a decade ago, in which Trump engages in lewd, crude, sophomoric locker room talk about sexually conquering women, could very well sink him. Speaking in his own defense, Trump correctly states that Bill Clinton has said much worse. The fact is, Bill Clinton has done much worse. No woman has come forward accusing Donald Trump of sexual abuse. Bill Clinton stands accused by a small army of women. It doesn't matter. The hypocrites in the mainstream media found a way to get past all of that with Bill Clinton. They will work overtime to avoid getting past it with Donald Trump, which is the only thing saving Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is every bit as detestable. There's enough indisputable public material on Hillary Clinton to know that she is ruthless, two-faced, mean, calculating, condescending, and almost totally without scruple. To say that she takes liberties with the truth is inaccurate. As the great columnist Blackie Sherrod once said, it is hard indeed to take liberties with a total stranger. In nearly five decades of adult life, Hillary Clinton has done exactly nothing of any value. She's never built anything, created anything, fixed anything, or sold anything. Her records as a senator and as secretary of state are devoid of any meaningful accomplishment. That she is nevertheless a net worth of a couple hundred million dollars, owed entirely to cashing in on public office, rankles any fair-minded person who takes the time to think about it. The timing of the release of a tape that has been around for 11 years is interesting, to say the least. It's as if it was kept on ice against that inevitable day, late in the campaign, in which badly damaging material would land on Mrs. Clinton. Such damaging material landed on Friday, the same day as the Trump tape. A dump of about 2,000 emails reveals, among other things, the transcripts of speeches Hillary gave to big Wall Street banks in which she advocates for open borders. The emails reveal that Mrs. Clinton, by her own admission, takes one position on issues for the consumption of mere voters, while taking a completely different position for the benefit of the well-connected that have made her wealthy, and to whom she will always be indebted. Such disclosure would ordinarily, ordinarily seriously damage a presidential candidate, but in much the same way that the Apollo 11 lunar landing in 1969 saved Ted Kennedy by displacing Chappaquiddick from the headlines, the Trump hot mic, mic tape will probably save Hillary Clinton. So for you, mere citizen and voter, it boils down to this. Which odious candidate's policies most closely align with your own beliefs? Either you believe what Hillary Clinton believes, or you don't. If you don't, 
If you think another eight years of sluggish economic growth, high taxes, oppressive regulation, government by executive order, far-left appointments to the bench, reckless federal spending, increasingly unaffordable health care, a shrinking military, dangerous retreat from leadership in the world, and chaos on the southern border are all bad ideas, there is a candidate for you on the ballot. Therefore, spare us any sanctimony about character and temperament. Both candidates are execrable. It's solely a choice on policy. Good character, not on offer this time around. So don a surgical mask, put on a pair of latex gloves, take a deep breath and hold it. Reach for a ballot and vote. Then if you must, go take a shower. That's my word. What's yours? Go to youtellmetexas.com and you tell me. And follow me on Twitter at Paul Gleiser.